All right, welcome back to the last ever episode of Real Life Recruiting. I'm Deca McCauley. And I'm Hank Shapiro. And we're really excited to get after this episode. Uh, in this episode, we are going to be interviewing Griffin Rooney, and he's going to talk about how he joined the recruiting process a little bit late and how that really affected his process overall. Let's get into the episode, and here's your interview with Griffin. All right, welcome back to the show. We got Griffin Rooney on the phone. What's up, Griffin? What's up, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So um, for the first question, so I know you were between basketball and football for most of your recruiting process, and you didn't know which, which way you wanted to go. So and I know you got a lot of football attention after your senior year football season. How did that really affect your recruiting process, getting in it a little bit later? Well, I think, uh, you know, some of my options weren't – I didn't have as many options as I thought I was going to have. But at the end of the day, I still had options for both basketball and football, and it came down to what I was looking for in a school. And the things that I was looking for in a school just gravitated more towards me playing football in college. And, you know, I like I love football as much as I do basketball, and it was really an easy decision when I had better schools looking at me for football rather than basketball. Absolutely. Makes a ton of sense there. So can you tell me some of the things you took from the recruiting process and like maybe some valuable lessons you could use? Yeah, I think uh, you definitely have to go to the camps. You got to, you got to go to the, if you want to play football, you got to go to the football camps because I didn't go to any of them. I, you know, I, I regret that. I didn't get as much exposure to these top schools as I wanted to because I didn't go to these camps. And, you know, if you go to these camps, like, you'll be on their radar if you do well and uh i didn't do that and because of that i was just late to the game because they didn't really know who i was they were just relying on everything for me they were just relying on the highlight tapes yeah absolutely and going off the highlight tapes i know you had a fantastic senior season how do you think that helped you in the recruiting process well i think uh you know Having a good season always helps for a recruiting process. Having a great senior season is going to help too. They want to see progression, I think. And when they see someone that can, you know, uh, go to the next level with their game, they're going to be excited and they're going to want to at least, you know, reach out to you and see what you want from them. And they're going to see if they want you. And what I learned from the recruiting process is, you know, they it doesn't matter how uh, interested they can seem in you. They could just either pull the trigger or they can never talk to you again. It, it happens to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, my next question is, I know for football it's a lot uh, based on your high school highlight tape, which you just said. For basketball, do you think your recruitment during that was more involved with your AAU team or was it more uh, high school-based? I think it was absolutely my AAU team. I think if, you know, if McKeon happened to – be my coach my sophomore year I think it could have been a little different but you know people don't understand that the recruiting process starts as soon as you hit high school and it's the AAU circuit that you see all these coaches all these schools that are coming to watch the not only the tournaments but also the the camps that you go to and that's that's really where the exposure is you don't see too many cop coaches and scouts going to bat to high school basketball games and um yeah. Until they're a certain level of interested in you, then they'll come to your bas- your high school basketball games, but it's really the AAU circuit and their own uh, prospect camps that you really 
and to other backhands, but that those are the exposures. Yeah, gotcha. absolutely. So to finish this interview off, what made you choose Lafayette? Um, I mean, I just love the campus and, you know, the thought of just being able to beat Hank Shapiro four years in a row <laughs> and the longest and the most played football rivalry or any rivalry in in history. I just, you know, I couldn't get away with that. <laughs> you just couldn't pass it I up. I just couldn't help but just, you know, like... I love talking trash to Hank. You know, I think he's a great competitor. He's a great teammate. I want to see what he is playing against him. I know last time I played in a big game against Hank, it was uh, in town. Uh, blue team was orange team. Blue team, blue team. I love it. And, uh, you know, we just got the better of him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I look forward to doing that in the Patriot League. Patriot League championship, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, at those end of the season games are going to be some big ones, and I can't wait to dominate Lafayette. Anyway, thank you for coming on, Griffin. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, good luck. Um, yeah, good luck to yeah. you, too. <laughs> Welcome back. I really loved that interview with Griffin. He really gave us a lot of input on how basketball and football were his two top choices, and he didn't really know what he wanted to do and how it came down to senior season in football and how much that really helped him. And it was interesting to see why he chose Lafayette over other schools. Yeah, and also I think that he, despite the fact that he joined the process late, Griffin ended up where I think he was supposed to be, at a Division One school where he's going to contribute early as a big threat in that Lafayette offense. And I know that we'll probably end up beating them, which kind of sucks for Griffin, but He'll have a good, I think he'll have a good four years. I'm going to be beating Griffin too, and Hank. It's going to be tough for Hank. It's, for it's going to be. It's yeah. It's. it's I mean, we're just we're we're just all better than each other. That's crazy. In, in all of our eyes, it's it's, it's and it's, and it's cool because we have Will Kessler who's going to Georgetown as well. So us four are all going to be playing each other every year. Yeah, it'll be fun to play each other and see going on the road and going to each other's schools and saying hi to each other and trash talking on the field. I think it'll be a great experience for all of us, and I'm excited to. Go into the same league with my boys that I played with in high school. Absolutely. Our- so I I know last episode we talked about the commitment process, but um, what was the most um I'm trying to think of the word the like the the best feeling when you committed like what what were you feeling where how happy were you I just remember being like this process is done thank gosh because it's really. Like, it takes a toll on you. Like, it takes, Absolutely. I mean, you're just Men- dread. Mentally and physically. Men- yeah, because you're working hard and mentally you're like, these coaches are like playing with your mind almost. It's like, oh my gosh, like, do you really want me to play for you or not? Do you think I'm ready? Like, it's just all this stuff and you really, it's hard to comprehend all of it once and take so much information from so many different schools. And once you know where you're going and you're happy, I think that's just the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. I know when I committed, I remember the phone call. I called I called Coach Chesney of Holy Cross, and I was like, Coach, I'm I'm ready. And he was like, you know what, Declan, we're really excited to have you. He was he was ta- ta- talking to me on the phone. Literally two minutes later, I get a phone call from the offensive line coach congratulating me. He was pumped up. And it was really awesome because the next day I, I announced it. All my friends were sending me texts. It was just it was awesome to see how much support I have in Westfield and how many people were happy to see me commit to a Division One school. I, I mean, 
What do you What do you think about? that? Yeah, I just I remember the coaches. I mean, I remember I was on the phone with the offensive coordinator and the head coach. I was like, I'm ready to roll. Like, let's get to it. I'm super excited. And then from there, I proceeded to get like a text from every single coach on staff because I was their first commitment basically, and they were like, "Dude, we're so pumped to have you on board." Like. We can't wait to get this thing started and get this class really get going. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this feeling can't be beat. And then, like, when I announced it, I remember the overwhelming support from the Westfield community. It really is second to none. And people really just want to see you succeed in this town. Absolutely. It's really awesome to have the support system that we have. All right. Um, so let's talk about official visits and then what also what an athlete does for applying to school and then signing day. What and what comes with that? Okay, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question about your official visit. So I know you went down. When did you go down? December thirteenth to fifteenth. Yeah, think, okay. of my senior year. Yeah. So, what do you do at those official visits? Because I know they pay for everything. Like, just walk us through what what really happens at those different visits. Yeah. So the official visit is a lot more than an unofficial visit. These are schools that either you're committed to or they're literally – you're allowed to commit to if you have an offer basically. Those are only the people on official visits. So for my role on my official visit, there was a bunch of committed kids who I wanted to get close with, but there's also a bunch of uncommitted kids on the on the trip. And the coaches were like telling me like, dude, you got to get these guys to commit. Like sell the school, sell the school, sell the school. I'm like, all right, I got you. So that was a lot of my official visit, but some of the things I actually did on it. Um, so first of all, it's a three-day experience, basically. We got there like Friday at 5, and we left like Sunday at like 10. So you're there for two nights, really. And then when you get there, I'm, I'll just go through my itinerary kind of, I yeah, think, yeah. just because I, I, I thought it was really interesting. Um, you get there. Uh, you check into your hotel. I had a meeting with the head coach. I went first because th- there was nothing they really needed to talk to me about. There was like, how you doing and stuff like that. So that was good. And then we went to dinner and we met everybody. We met our host for the weekend. So that's an important uh, yeah. important thing to talk about. Everyone usually gets a host for the weekend. At least that's the way me and Declan had it. Declan had his brother, so that wasn't someone new. But that's pretty easy. Yeah, it was easy for him. But uh, my official visit host was a tight end from Rumson, New Jersey, who was awesome, and I had a great time with him over the weekend. So you have dinner there, and then you uh, hang out with the players the rest of that night. And then so then Saturday morning, Saturday is really the busiest and like most oh, yeah. important day. Barely have any time. You don't have rest. any time to do anything. You're always on your feet. And you're always moving. Anyway, so we start off the morning bright and early, 8 a.m., and um, – from there, what they did was they had an academic presentation. The athletic director came and talked to us, and we also talked to people from admissions, and we'll talk about more about applying in admissions in a little bit. Yeah. And then um, from there, we walked around campus, did a little campus tour. Uh, we stopped at the bookstore. Everyone bought some gear, and you were like – and I would go up to like other recruits and be like, yo, that's a dope shirt, <laughs> and like be like, yeah, it's, that's a sick logo right there. <laughs> Trying to get other people to commit and like buy into what we had because let's be real. As much as it comes down to the school, a lot of kids like the drip factor of it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to have cool uniforms. You got to have – you got to get a lot of gear and stuff. That's, that's, that's true. Anyway, so moving on from there. After that, we had uh, some good lunch. And then after that, we did more football stuff. So we toured the athletic facility. I mean, I had already seen this stuff since I was committed, but this is really more the official visits really for the kids who weren't committed yet. And the official visits really just like 
part of the process for people who are already committed, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you already committed. Like, this is the place you're going. You're just there to learn more about it. So then you do that, and then we did a little photo shoot where I got to put on all the gear and stuff, and well, I felt What did they call cool. your photo shoot? Did they call it anything? Um, I forget what they call it. What they call Mine it? was called Swag City. I just remember on the itinerary, I saw Swag City, and I was like, ooh, I wonder what that is. And then put on the cool, coolest uniforms and take some drippy photos. Yeah, that's exactly what we did, too. <laughs> and then from there, you go to dinner, you take some time off. And so this is actually really interesting. They actually, after that, they give you two hours just to spend with your parents in their hotel room. So for kids who are not committed to be able to talk to the parents and kind of discuss the weekend so far and explain, like, kind of, like, go through what they're thinking and, like, whether they're thinking about committing or not. So I think that was a really cool part of the trip that, like, I didn't get to experience, but I think would have been cool. And then from there, you're out with the players again Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, you have breakfast and head home. Yeah. And I, I mean, you. why don't you talk – they've heard enough of me. Tell me about yours. <laughs> Mine's almost the exact same as Hank's. The only difference from Holy Cross and Lehigh, Holy Cross's recruiting class was pretty much full. They had like one spot left. So my my official visit had 14 commits and one non-commit. But the kid was – like that was the kid that they wanted. He didn't end up coming to Holy Cross, but – there, there was only one non-commit there. So I thought it was pretty cool because I got to spend a lot of time with the kids that I'm going to be spending the next four years with. And I got to really introduce myself. We we went out that night with all of our hosts. It was really fun. And on Saturday night, we went bowling. They were just trying to really waste some time at night before we went out with our hosts. And they sent us bowling. And we it was pretty. the bowling was pretty fun. You know, you got to hang out with all the other guys, hang out with some of the players. But pretty much it was the exact same as Hank. We all had meetings throughout the weekend with all the coaches and stuff. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and also I think it was good to mention the numbers. Like for my visit, I would say it was probably 7-7 seven and seven, um, commitment, committed versus non-committed. So, like, I was able to, like, make some good bonds. But then there was also kids. Like, I remember there was, like, this massive alignment. He was, like, 6'8", like 300 pounds. I was like, dude, we need this guy, like – and I thought he had an awesome visit, but listen, he ended up at Penn State, and I don't blame him because that's a sick school, and it's massive, and he's massive. So that's just the way it went for him. But <laughs> I was happy he was interested in Lehigh. Let's just leave it at that. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so now that we're talk- done talking about official visits, talk about, Declan, your applying to school process. So this was this this part is what gets – all of us excited because honestly it is so much easier for us than any other person like applying wise because some other people had to write 15 essays and they had to go through all this stuff different applications apply yeah. to like 15 schools and we and Declan were lucky we each applied to one school we only applied to one school and holy cross was how many did lehigh have any supplements yeah i had to write um like two shorter supplements in addition to like my normal college essay yeah holy cross was just one essay and the application you send it in and it's it was so easy you just get it in by the deadline um but honestly i think our application process is these summer camps and the whole recruiting process as a whole so that was basically us trying to like apply ourselves to these coaches and these different schools and that's basically because we went through all of this work before any of these other people started to look at schools. So I think we just basically did our application process 
one year earlier than anyone else in our grade. Yeah, and I think that's what pe- people usually get mad when you hear that, like, me definitely applied to one school. But listen, we've been rejected from way more schools than you have. I promise you that. We yeah. went The amount of camps that Declan and I went to, and they said, sorry, no, or they just ghosted us in general. At least when you apply somewhere, they say no. Sometimes these coaches just leave you out to dry and don't say anything, and you're, like, really interested. So, like, we probably got rejected from, like, 15-plus schools, I would say. Yeah. At least, I mean, at least. Pro- probably more. Like, in my Twitter DMs, I have coaches that sent me texts and I was super excited about that just never answered my text again. And, you know, that's not very fun, but, I mean, everyone has to go through it with application process and the recruiting process yeah so it was nice definitely to apply to one school and it was also nice because you knew you were getting in but yeah. like like we said it wasn't it wasn't no easy way to go about it so i wouldn't i mean unless you really want to play sports in college i wouldn't recommend going down that path um and then so let's talk about what signing day entails Declan. so signing day what day was it december 20th or december 18th this year. yeah that was signing day I was really excited all day. Well, honestly, so it's it's it's, it's different. Really weird. Actually. So yeah. <laughs> so our coaches, my coaches at least, sent me the stuff that I was going to sign two days before signing day, and we had to wake up, and it starts at seven a.m. or eight a.m. I think it's seven, 8 seven. So seven a.m. So yeah, yeah, it was seven. So we have to sign it anytime after seven. Take a picture, fax it, and then we're signed. But everyone sees the pictures from this high school ceremony that you get with us sitting there signing a piece of paper. Honestly, I just made a copy of my national letter of intent and just signed it randomly. We've been signed for the full – the 12 not 12 hours. That's too much. Like eight hours by that time. Yeah. We, we've been signed. We're signed. So it's, it's it's pretty weird to think to think about that because you're always looking at these pictures and you're like, oh, they signed. We've been signed for a while now and we're, we're pretty much over all the paperwork and stuff. It was just more of a formality at that point and then – so, yeah, similar thing with me. My coach just sent me the paperwork a day in advance, and they were like, listen, I want you to fill it out all out right now. Send it to me. I'm not going to send it to the NCAA yet, but we want to make sure you don't mess up. Make sure you date 7.01 a.m. because if it's p.m., it doesn't count. That was a big thing. Yeah. So, and they're, they, I remember they told me a bunch of stories where kids signed at p.m. and they had to go to the NCAA and, like, file all these claims and stuff. And it's actually funny looking back on it because it's very simple, but – I don't know anybody who did sign PM, but they had plenty of stories. Um, and then so we signed, and I think it was really cool because then it's official that the school – like you're part of the school. So they can do things for you more. So like what, as soon as you're signed, like they make you an edit and they post it on their like official social media. And they're like, welcome to the team, Hank. Welcome to the team, Declan. I think that's one of the cooler parts of signing day. And then also from there, you're you're officially part of the team. So they'll send you – team workouts they'll send you playbook stuff and as soon as you sign like you're officially done like you can't go anywhere else you can't go on other visits and that's what coaches really look forward to because once you're signed you're theirs and they did their job in recruiting because i know a bunch of people who do flip on signing day they will change schools on the day they're supposed to sign because they want to go somewhere else and don't want to sign to the school they originally committed to yeah signing day was such a rewarding day because you knew that the, the whole process was finally over and you're like – like committing, it was kind of the same thing. But signing's just a different level and you're like, okay, these are the kids I'm going to be spending my time with. This is the school I'm going to be at for the next four years. And it's just awesome to 
feel like the minute that paper, the pen hits the paper on the real sign day thing that you're going to send in, it's fantastic feeling. Yeah. So I think that that's the recruiting process, Declan. Yeah, I mean, that that's going to do it for this for the fifth episode and the final but episode. Before we end it, I want to. I'm going to ask you, and then you're going to ask me the same question. What did okay. you take away from the recruiting experience? Recruiting experience, jeez. The whole thing, looking back at it, was a very tough process, but it gave me so much that I can use in the rest of my life. I know how to talk to people. I know how to communicate. I know how to get myself out there. I know how to like shop myself, kind of like marketing. marketing. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you learn from this process that you're just going to be able to use forever. And also connections. Like I'm going to know – like not that I need to know, but like I'm going to know some of these coaches. I still follow them on Twitter. They still follow me. Like I'm going to know some of them forever. What about you, Hank? What do you think about Yeah, I think um, you made a great point. A lot of it's who you know, not what you know. So you're going to make connections for a lifetime. And, and I think the other thing you said about being able to present yourself in a way that is appealing, being able to be able to talk to – individuals who are above you and that'll help me getting a job and like understanding what people are asking of me and i think it's also a very dehumanizing process we talked about a ton and you're never really going to go through anything like that again in your life so you're really prepared and you got some rough skin now that you don't have to like you're not going to feel demoralized when someone like tells you no so I think that's one of the biggest things I took away from the recruiting process. Absolutely. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up. It's, 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 this, this was much more than a senior project. You know, this is, this is me teaching other kids, getting to know other – like Faith Obashevitz and Michaela. Like I've I never heard them talk about their recruiting process and I'm, I've been friends with them. So it's really interesting to hear what other people have to say about this process. And I'm excited to get it out there to teach other people – what they should know and what they can know about this process. All right. This was Real Life Recruiting with Hank Shapiro and Decimo Colley. We are signing out.